What up, Dango Bangers? It's your girl, Timo. And Manti. And we dangling. So, Dango Bangers, it is episode 21. Mandy, what you been up to? 21, 21, 21. <laughs> Honey, you know, I've been basking in just the Lord today because, honey, he has been able to get us through these past four years of Tom Foolery. Honey. And I'm just so happy that we're able to just finally officially closed that chapter honey like it's, I'm gonna tell you what it felt like yeah ladies if you have ever like went out to a club like New Year's Eve or whatever and you you know you wore like a pair of heels and like your feet are just like throbbing but you ain't no quitter so you you know you walk around all night you make it to the parking garage and when you finally get in the car and you can take them shoes off, it's just like relief. It's like taking your bra off after a long, hard day. And I feel like for the past four years, we just been needing relief. And today, I just felt so much relief. That's that's what I'm feeling right now. That's how my week is going. What about yours? Henny, I I would agree. I would agree. Like it was just so it's just been so Oh, it's like a, yeah, like you said, a sigh of relief. Just like, whew, my goodness. Because it's just been so, so much foolishness. So yeah, being able to watch the inauguration, we have a new president now, everyone. And you know, folks want to be Buzz Killington and talk about, (laughs) (laughs) and talk about how he not going to change everything. But listen, okay, we are back to what? Regular racism. Okay. (laughs) And that's... We are back to regular racism, and I'll take that for 500, please, Alex. Okay? Thank you. We are used to what? Regular, medium-sized racism. We had super-sized, and I ain't like it. Honey, the the McDonald's super-sized me, please. Like, the whole... (laughs) It's been so much foolishness, though. So... We'll see what's going to happen. And I'm not expecting all this big, you know, glimmery change, but I already just feel just better as far as my spirit is concerned. Your spirit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, just, just living my life, living my life like it's golden. But, honey, it was a treat. It was a treat to see the folks step out with their outfits looking like snacks. Honey, I was so proud. So proud. So proud. And honey, listen. I would be remiss if I did not speak on who? Michelle LeBon Robinson Obama. Honey. <laughs> honey, my good sis said, you know what? I know this is Joe Day and I know this is Kamala's Day. However, I'm going to bust them down, okay? Says, said, listen, I'm giving y'all the monochromatic <laughs> plum pantsuit with the belt. Fucking them up. <laughs> Fucking them up. Come on, sis. Come on, sis. I was so proud, Ellen. No. No. 
<laughs> you're correct. <laughs> and you're correct. Like, sis came to slay and she put all of her energy into it. Honey, whoever found all of them different pieces of the bargain tea and then who <laughs> and then who slayed them bundles in my good auntie's hair, honey. They did such a good job. Cause cause listen, Auntie had a smooth three and a half, four bundles in their head today. Okay. Somebody yes. had post somebody posted on social, they was like, somebody had posted a picture of Michelle and uh Barack walking out and, and she was like, Barack, I need you to put these rollers I'm about to take out in your pocket because my hair got to be fresh as soon as I walk out. <laughs> Yo, if <laughs> y'all is foolish, Barack did not have no rollers in his pocket. <laughs> he did. He did. Honey, so yeah, all the girls came to play, honey, because Jilly, Jilly from Delaware. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dr. Jilly, what she do, Timo? What she, what Dr. Jilly do? Honey, Dr. Jilly with the green gloves. Okay. <laughs> Are you talking about Dr. Jilly with the green gloves? Because sis had on the gloves, the mask, the suit. I was like, you know what? And this is and this is how we're doing it. And this is on 2021. Okay. Okay. Giving us fashions, honey. Okay. Hey, giving us it. luxury. I was just so proud of him. And then we had my look, my the queen of the queen with her royal purple on. I said, you know what? Come on, y'all MVP. gonna rock, y'all gonna rock these full suits, okay? Come on, <laughs> honey. And then they all apparently they was in a group text and they was like, you know, we gonna do the purple, the shades of purple for the women's suffrage. And I said, you know what? Come on, girls. Come on heavy but it was just it was just refreshing and i mean you know as a black woman you know watching kamala and just seeing just all of that it's like i was proud just i just felt proud dog proud proud like wow look at us this is what we can do when we come together and oh let us not forget the inaugural poet laureate Oh yes, honey, little sister, little my little sis came to slay. She Come came on, to speak. She came to speak, and and then just like black women, I love that my good sis was ready, and she had her book ready for Amazon, and she done already about sold out. Oh what? I ain't even see that. Oh yes, honey, my good sister was ready, and I was like, you know what? I love black women because we stay ready. Because she knew, she knew once she went up there, people was gonna find her, and she got it right there as her pen tweet, her Amazon book. So go check her out. Shout out to Amanda Gorman. Shout out to you, sis. Get mm-hmm. the coins. Get the coins, girl. Get them coins because yeah, Proud. she went from she went from zero to verified today. Correct. Honey, I, and I was a proud auntie looking. Go ahead, see, I was so proud, 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 proud. So yes, yeah, I didn't been proud all day. So we just got to make the whole episode about moments be proud. We just been proud stuff that just make us proud. Whole episode, mm, you right. Whole episode, proud. <laughs> Correct. You right. Yeah, let's get it going. What you what you been proud about? <laughs> Well, we already didn't talk about this a little bit, but I need to go into a a deeper detail. Okay, okay. So something that makes me proud, particularly as a black woman, is the glow up in the hair in particular, okay? Mm -hmm. When you go from a crunchy edge to a laid edge, honey, let me tell y'all something. 
and I'm gonna say this because sis has you know evolved over the years, but you know, the woman we saw today, you know, our forever floaties, she wasn't always there, okay? When she first started, she had some room to grow. Somebody tapped her on the shoulder and said, Sis, we're gonna give you some bundles, okay? Sis, we're we gonna sleek them edges, we're gonna give you a little edge control, honey. It ain't nothing better than seeing a black woman in particular get the hair laid, okay? Mm, honey. Down to the side, honey, because it makes me think about my days back in the day when I used to get me a fresh wet doobie wrap, honey. Okay? <laughs> and so for the girls, because you know, I know we have a diverse audience. Y'all like, what is a doobie wrap? So, honey, <laughs> when we go to the hair salon, and this is when we, this was our relax, relaxer days, okay? You know, we natural now, so we don't, you know, do all of this. But when we had a relaxer, uh, the creamy crack, we used to go to the hair salon. They used to put rollers in our head. And then we would sit under the hot, you know, the, the big hooded dryer. And then after that, they would roll your hair and they would circle it with a brush, like a paddle brush. And they would put it in a circle and you pinned it up and you just let it sit there. It was like, it was almost like molding the hair, getting it ready. And when you got ready the next day after you took that scarf off, and you whoosh, whoosh, unbrush that wrap, honey, <laughs> <laughs> honey, the hair was bouncing for the girls. And don't have some layers cut up in the head, honey. <laughs> honey. Listen, you remember, honey, the layers, honey, the shine, the curl, the bouncing. Okay, it's nothing better than seeing my good sisters go from hair being crunchy. They hot and they got on the hat, they got on the toboggan. So, honey, coming out that shop with the curls flowing, we love to see it. Honey, love to see it. And my good sister, uh, <laughs> Michelle and um, Kamala, she had her hair situated too. Uh -huh. Honey. Mm -hmm. She did. Situated. Situated. Yeah, you're right. We love Be to proud. see it. Be so proud. Because, see, you know, again, you know when... My sis first started, the first time, she had that PWI hair. And y'all <laughs> may be saying, what's PWI hair? Okay. And there's levels to it because we went to Winthrop and technically it was a PWI, but it wasn't, P it wasn't WW enough. And for y'all who don't know what a W is, predominantly white institution, that's PWI. Okay. There's levels to us. Okay. So Winthrop is a black PWI. You know, but we're talking about like Duke University. We're talking about MIT, Harvard. Okay. And so when you go on these respective campuses, the girls' hair is vary. Okay. Because when you go to like the Howard and the Virginia State and the Spelman, honey, hair is late. It's a fashion show going to the HBCU classes. Okay. The girls is wearing heels. The girls got new outfits just to go to eight o'clock math class. Okay. But see, that don't translate that well when you go to the regular PWIs, okay? At, uh, at Winthrop, they did all right. You know, you put on a pair of pink jogging pants, you know, <laughs> whatever. But see, when you go to the Dukes and stuff, all they do is swoop their hair into a little mini bun and them beady beads be up under there. And y'all, <laughs> beady beads. The beady beads is like little crunchy hair that ain't really been combed and so they just kind of curl up and they need to be straightened but they ain't 
So, you know, my good sis, when she first started, she just swooped that hair into that little bun. And, um, you know, that kitchen would be back there. But now, <laughs> my sis has graduated to what? The HBCU bundles, honey. Okay? <laughs> and, and I'm proud. Proud. Okay? Yeah. That's all I got for that. Proud. Proud. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, what you got, Timo? Well, honey, since we were talking about, you know, presidents and proud moments, y'all know I'm going to go ahead and start off with my proudest moment is when I met the president himself, (laughs) Baraki. Y'all, so, honey, when I tell y'all, you know, I'm a social justice advocate in my core. So once mm-hmm. we had this uh, black man running, you know, I had to go work on his campaign. And so I volunteer extra hard because I excel in everything I do. Correct. But anyway, I, <laughs> correct. So anyway, I worked hard and it was like, okay, we, they selected me to get to meet him. And I was like, oh my gosh, what? And I was like, yeah, Tierra, you're always here. Like, we really want you to get to meet him. You were working hard, knocking on these doors, talking to crazy people. So I'm like, yes, I get to meet Barack. So y'all, I thought I was just going to like be in the like crowd, but like I actually got to like meet him and take a picture with him. And so here's the proud moment because I roll up on him and he's like, you know, hey, like, (laughs) what's your name? How you doing? And y'all know I forgot how to talk. (laughs) (laughs) But as much as I talk, when I was just standing there, y'all, so proud. To be in the presence of excellence because this was Barack's second term. So I was sorry, I was talking to the current president and I was working on his re-election. So I was just, it was just so many emotions, y'all, for me to have this was the first person that I was able to vote for as an 18-year-old. And then for him to get elected, me to be able to work on his campaign and then meet him. And then he's talking to me. I ain't had nothing mm-hmm. to say. It was just pride beaming out, like, oh my God. Oh, oh. And then, and then you know me. I'm over here like, yo, he he looking like a snack, <laughs> smelling like soap. <laughs> okay, <laughs> smell like soap. Smelling like soap. <laughs> like it was just, it was such a beautiful experience, y'all. I got to shake his hand, take a photo with him. So yeah, that was probably one, one of definitely one of my proudest moments. But I remember like him asking me my name and like me not even being able to say something because I was just so proud basking in awe of the Aww. excellence of President and, Obama. And that was a nice picture. We need to um we need you need to we need to link it in the uh description so they can just see how nice a picture <laughs> it was cuz honey, that's going in your obituary, honey. <laughs> honey, and that was when I had my short hair. <laughs> oh yeah, it was cute hair. too. It was cute. Yeah, so that was a very proud proud so i'm proud of him they still the obamas is still holding it down so yeah yeah that that's that <laughs> we i guess we can move on from the president's or the election what, what's your next what else you've been proud of honey i be proud of when folks go from rags to riches okay mm-hmm. you know we all have a friend who've been down and out, they ain't never got no money, everything just going bad for them. And you know, you always feel bad, so you always be like, come on out, we got your meal, you know what I'm saying? But then one day, they mess around and get a job and get their life together, and then they take you out to dinner, and they be like, it's on me, baby! It's on me! It's on me, like, baby! Made it. 
Oh, man. Oh, you'd be so proud. They didn't got their life together. They didn't got some health insurance. You know what I'm saying? They they got a car. Okay? They tires ain't bald no more. You get what I'm saying? I'd be proud when I see my when my friends glow up. It's yes. like, look at you. You done glowed up. Oh, my God. I love to see it. Oh. When I, I got look, I got cousins. You be like, man, you gonna ever get your shit together? And then one day, they come in, hair cut, teeth brushed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they for the first time ever, they come to Christmas with gifts. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. You know, for, the, for Thanksgiving, they actually bring food for the first time. You get what I'm saying? They don't make their to to go plate first. They wait on everybody to eat. I just be so proud, though. I'd be proud. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, listen, the glow up, you'd be like, wow, look at them out here. You done made it. And you just be so proud. You're like, dang, I knew you could do it. I knew you could do it. You got off somebody's couch and got your own spot. Look at you. <laughs> look at you. Look you at can you growing up. You done grown up. And you know, and then when it happened, this is how you know you be proud and you get old because you acknowledge it. You just look at them sideways. You ever be so proud of somebody? You just look to the side and you just reflect right there in their eye. While you looking in their eyeballs, you just look to the side and be like, I just, you, you don't say it out loud all the time, but you just like, man, and you just start shaking your head and you just smiling. Because I remember what you was, I remember what you was going through. Right. I, just proud. Struggle City, <laughs> and now you can pay your bills. Praise God. Okay, then came from a mighty long way. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, honey? Oh my goodness! So my next one. Think about folks who get getting them lives together, their lives together. Something that I am always very proud of is when I watch shows like Six Hundred Pound Life or My Biggest Loser. Mm-hmm. And they actually get themselves together and they like follow the program and like, you know, really challenge themselves and push them and like reach the goals that they set for themselves. Oh, yeah. I'd be so proud. <laughs> like, I'd be so proud. It is crazy because it's a journey and you like you see the struggle and like, you know, people being addicted to food and like really wanting to change because they see it and it's like hurting them and them actually like putting their mind to it and going through the process and coming out. Come out mm. looking, you know, getting their health situated. I'd be like, yo, I see you. I was rooting for you. I was yes. rooting for you. Okay. I'd be so proud. It's like, I don't even know them, but I'd be so proud. There is times where I'd be in there, you know, listening to that story, messing around and get a tear in my eyes. Like, I'd be so proud of them. <laughs> Especially Biggest Loser because yes. you know how they had it like, okay. So you know how they have that time like when it's the, like the finale and then they bring everybody back and the people who got like kicked off like the first like three episodes and then mm-hmm. when they come, because you be like, damn, they ain't gonna, you know, most of the time the people who get kicked off early, they come back, they lost 10 pounds or some shit. But when you see somebody who like kept like with that little bit of time they had, like they internalized all of those practices and they like actually do the damn thing when they home dog i'd be like yo i'm so proud of you dog like you be so proud it's like dang you ain't even had a trainer you was like forget this they not gonna talk about me no more this is it and they just really be committed to it and then they stick with it and you see their journeys you be like wow i'm proud 
I'm proud. I'm proud yeah. of you. You did that. Because, you yeah. know, Dr. Now hating ass. Ooh, honey. That's a whole... He's a character. That's all I got to say about him. And it's and honestly, that's how you. That's why I'm even more proud of them because it's no he. He's no help. Okay, so they do it on their own. So because they have no encouragement from him at all. That and I'll be like, I need you to come. You need to lose a uh, hundred pounds before you come back. And then when you, they come back and see you actually gain weight. Uh, uh, <laughs> It's like I never understood that they come in there for weight loss surgery and you be like, yeah, before you can get this surgery, you need to go ahead and drop 100 pounds. Sir, if if they could do that, why would they need you? They'd be like, yeah, I just need to see you're dedicated. Bitch, if I was dedicated, wait, wait, I'm dedicated to food. Right. If I was dedicated, I wouldn't be in here asking you to chop my stomach off, baby. I need you to lose 50 pounds. If I can do that, then what? <laughs> Help! So that's, again, why I'm even more proud of them when they actually do that. Because me, I walk back out. You know what? Forget this. This Just is a die. setup. <laughs> Just let me die in. <laughs> you want me to go lose 100 pounds on my own before I get the surgery? What's the purpose of the surgery? Sheesh. Okay. So, yeah, I be proud of them. Like, I really do. Like, I root for them. Like, there are some that I can tell they're not going to do right. But the ones that make it and who push hard, I be so proud of them at the end. Like, they like they parent. Like, you Yeah, be... I be talking to the TV. Correct. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I be clapping and everything. Like, yes, Michelle, you did that, sis. You did that. <laughs> proud. Oh, I be proud. Yes. Oh, what's, what's, something else you, what's something else you be proud of at? <laughs> be proud when people clap back on social media and they get the <laughs> ultimate clap back so one day somebody decided you know it's a group of folks it's a cohort <laughs> of not folks. a cohort please please go to sleep <laughs> there's a please. cohort <laughs> Of men on the social media who just decided that they're just going to come for the girls and like, it's their pastime. And I'm not sure why they do this, but every opportunity they get, they try to come for the girls and every blue moon. One of my get sisters do what comforted ass. They come back. <laughs> so for example, <clears throat> I was looking at some tweet or whatever and, you know, folks make their points or whatever. And then folks, <laughs> they reiterate their points. You know, they piggybacking and piggybacking and all that shit. And so uh, this one woman, she had made her little point or whatever. And so the guy was like, see? Oh, because the girl was like, man, fuck men's perception. So this dude, he going to tweet, fuck men's perception? Then you wonder <laughs> why you're single or unwed. So what did my good sis do? She posted a picture of what? With her, her engagement ring. Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> Clap that ass back. Ah, ah, ah. What you got to say now? Ring on display. Yeah. You was too busy trying to get her situated. And here she is. What? Ooh, that's I, a bell. 
<laughs> I enjoy them. And I'm gonna tell you what else I enjoy. And it just makes me proud. When some when somebody say something and they think they so right, and then somebody go dig through their Twitter thread and find something that contradicts it, and they be like, that's you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's you? Oh. I'm proud of you for doing your due diligence to come and get the clap. Come get the clap back for them. Thank you. Appreciate it. Put these folks in their place, honey. And not just on the internet. It can be at work, honey, because it's nothing, nothing more that makes me more proud than when a coworker, I'll give y'all a situation because <clears throat> I don't give a damn if they listen or not. Okay. <laughs> so I had, cause I ain't going to say no names, but my friends know I got a coworker who just, I can't do anything right by them. Okay. And honey, ain't trying no more either. So anyways, we on our little call or whatever. And I'm like, okay, sure, I'll do this for you. Sure. Well, uh, 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 all of that shit. So then I'm in communications, y'all, or whatever. So we was working on this project. And so she was like, well, I think it's a bit unprofessional the way that um, someone is doing it. She's saying, she's talking about me, but she won't say my name. That someone's (laughs) doing it and they're not following the AP manual. And so I was like, just listening. She's like, yeah, you know, I always follow the AP manual. That's the Associated Press, y'all. It's a certain way that journalists like write stuff or whatever. So she was like, yeah, like I think we should be using the AP manual. So, honey, this was my time to shine because since we talking about it, like I ain't never took a journalism class. Just because I speak in Ebonics don't mean I don't know how to write <laughs> like I'm supposed to. Okay, girl. So, I got myself off of mute on the Microsoft Teams, and I said, oh, I didn't know we were following the AP manual because I've seen you use the what? Oxford comma. Honey, <laughs> when I tell you, sis was like, well, well, well I mean, I, 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 you know, I, I don't agree with the use of the Oxford comma, like, I think we should use the Oxford comma. Hold up. You try to enforce the AP manual and the Oxford comma is not in that. So which one is it, sis? It don't matter because who? I was proud of myself for the what? Good, quick, clap back. Clap it in black, 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 sis. Yeah. I was proud of myself for that clap back. <clears throat> Honey, <laughs> proud, proud because she tried you. Tried it and should have. She tried, tried it exactly, and she should have tried Jesus, and that's what she get. But you are correct, honey. When you see you be on on something and you'll read these comments and you'll see somebody get zapped a good <laughs> clappity clap. I'm talking about a good clappity clap. And then what reason why I hate the internet so bad is y'all, y'all, y'all disrespect memes so bad. So y'all will say something ignorant and then add an ignorant meme. So it's a double whammy. (laughs) It's a double whammy. The screenshots is the worst because they will screen. Even after you try to delete the thread, the screenshot has already been established. Like it don't even matter. Oh, please. There is no such a thing now. There's no deleting no thread now. <laughs> That's dead. <laughs> That's a thing of the past. As soon as you wrote it, it was screenshotted. Okay? <laughs> Quit. 
And honestly, I'm proud of that. I'm proud at how quick people move because when I tell you people will try to delete something and it's already got, I'm proud of the social media managers everywhere who be on it, okay? <laughs> okay. Okay. So what you uh, Honey, I was thinking of something else I was proud of. And this is random. I don't know. But I noticed this. I like this a lot when, you know, outside was open. But I actually be proud when I see folks, uh, uh, what is it, participate in a PDA. <laughs> mm, yeah, I think that's cute. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. And I think it's like certain couples and maybe it's like the type of affection it is. But like stuff like, you know, seeing folks holding hands um, or like a nice kiss or something. I'm like, oh. I look at them, and then I feel like definitely with like you know in the, within the LGBTQ community, when I see like you know, um, out in the streets in the open, I'll be like, yes, look at y'all, I am so proud, and I'm just glad that we're in a space now that we can have like openness for everybody. So mm-hmm. yeah, I be proud when I see couples, especially I feel like queer couples out in the streets minding their business. I'm like, yes, you know what? I proud. Saw one. I saw a gay couple. I think it was two guys. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. Because, you know, there was a time when they couldn't do that. Right. And I just felt like it's proud of the whole, like that we're in a place where we can't have safe spaces, where people feel comfortable that they can um, be themselves and be out here minding their business because like, you know, who can't, like, whatever. So, yeah, but I just noticed that. <laughs> and I hope, hopefully that don't make me sound like a creeper because I will be watching you. But yeah, I'd be just proud. Like, oh. That's nice. Yeah. Especially like <laughs> when they on like when you see couples on dates and like I'm gonna tell you what I love adding on to that. Like sometimes like when I'm at a restaurant, like I'll just look at couples, you know, again, not trying to be a creeper, but like I like <laughs> when like couples are like really like into each other's conversation and like they put their phones down and like they like just talk to one another because I feel like a lot of times we're so like like I don't know attached to like our mobile devices that Mm -hmm. we don't take the time to like just like enjoy each other's company because i see so many couples like they'll go out but they're they're so distracted by their phones like they'll look at their phones the whole time and i'm like but why did you even like go out on a like date y'all could have just got takeout and stayed home you know what i mean so i'm always proud when they're like actually engaging with one another and talking to one another Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm i agree i agree yeah, so speaking on that, one thing that actually makes me very proud is seeing men talk on the phone. Um, oh. I know people are like, what do you mean? But like, I feel like in this day and age, so many people like text all the time or uh-huh, like just like uh-huh. move up. But like one day I was somewhere, like I was at my homegirl's house and um, she's married or whatever. And like, I heard some like sound or whatever. And I was like, is your husband home? And she was like, oh Yeah. He's in there. He's on the phone with his homeboys. And I was just like, you know what? That's so, that's awesome. Because you don't hear about men just like, not especially like younger men, like just talking on the phone. And I'm like, wow, like look at y'all having interpersonal skills, like talking on the phone with your friend. Um, <laughs> wow. wow. But it's for real though. <laughs> right. So like, you know, like I feel like female, well, not even all females talk on the phone. Like, I have some friends we only text or we just like link up. So I feel like the art of, I don't know if it's an art, but like just the, like the, what do you call it? 
the tradition of like talking on the phone, I feel like that's something that's kind of like going away. Like some people will FaceTime, but a lot of people just text or like share stuff on social. So I really appreciate and I'm proud of people who actually take the time to like talk on the phone with their loved ones. Yeah, I agree. That's nice. That's nice. Cause like, yeah, you're right. Texting can take over. It's like I ain't even ever heard this person's voice. Like, what's that? <laughs> like, who is this? What's going on here? Yeah, you got any more? Yes, honey. It's almost like talking. Cause when I tell you, like, on the um same topic of talking, because when I tell you, I be so proud when somebody busts out a different language in a conversation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because, you know, I be in my world travels or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you'll meet, I meet so many different random people, you know, either at a bar or at a museum or like on a beach or just something random. And, you know, maybe like, oh, you want to hang out for the rest of the day. And you just never know. And me, like when I'm traveling, I think the language I use most is Spanish. So I feel like I'm definitely not fluent, um, but I can get around. Um, but people never expect me to speak Spanish. And so I don't, I don't, um offer it up so it's interesting when i am with some other people and they'll just like you know try to like start talking or like you know translate something for me i'm like oh well look at you speaking spanish. i didn't even know you could speak spanish that's real though yeah and then there was something i was doing or where was i at i, I can't even remember but either way like um the girl she just like started talking to her mom in a different language and i was like hold and it was just like oh wow and it was just so easy for her to just like transition and like she just came back to our conversation in English and then she just like started talking to her mom again I'm like oh oh, oh." and I didn't even realize like that was like so yeah I'd be proud of folks so people who speak multiple languages I am very proud in any way and especially when I don't know it and you just drop it bust it out proud Mm -hmm. yeah like my homegirl you know, I ain't know. Like, one day we was just out and about, and then she just started, like, engaging with Hispanics. And I was like, well, who knew you spoke a whole different language? Like, fluently. <laughs> we went to Cuba. She out there, you know, uh, is it Cubanos? I don't know. Cubans. Oh, Cubans. Cubans. Cubanos is a cigar. My bad, y'all. Don't, oh, don't, don't, don't drag me. Shit, I'm sorry. Oh, Lord, the Cubans. Help. <laughs> help us, Jesus. Help us. But, honey, she was talking with the Cubans, honey, and she she was getting it, honey. She knew. I was like, well, damn, look at you. Okay, cosmopolitan woman. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so it's it's always just like, wow, okay, I see you. I see you. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. What's next? You got another week? No, we done. <laughs> I think we done with that. So, Timo, it is now time for the science moment of the week. Science moment of the week. Hello, everyone. Dr. Moore here. The science moment of the week is this. Science is back in the White House, everyone. (laughs) Yeah, I am so excited to be a scientist yet again. We have a president who believes in science. He started today 
on his very first day with some really just some executive orders and some rollbacks and things that are going to impact the environment greatly. So just out of all the things that he's done, I'm going to talk about, I think, my top three. So the first one is we are now signed back up with the Claris, uh, um, the Paris Climate Agreement. I think I talked about that on another episode. So if you've been listening, you know what it is. If you haven't been listening, you need to link up. But the Paris Climate Agreement is really just a whole goal is to reduce um, greenhouse gas emissions to really tackle climate change. And we know Trump had uh, got us, he, you know, took removed us from the Paris Climate Agreement. So we are now back. So that is just awesome for environmental protection. The next thing is that he rescinded the Keystone XL pipeline. And this was huge because this was going to, this was a huge pipeline that was going to be created for oil transport from Alberta, Canada, all the way to Texas. So imagine building this huge pipeline, all of these things. That was going to be super crazy, dangerous for the environment. Mm-hmm. And just to put it into perspective, this Keystone XL um, pipeline project uh, has been trying to get approved for years. Obama originally uh, rejected it, of course, because it's dangerous. And then, of course, soon as Tweedledum got in office, he approved it. And so we've been fighting back and forth for the last four years to not get this um, to go through. And so Biden has already um, said that he's going to reject that approval. So that is great. And then the very last thing that I was super excited about is that we have the very first black man, Michael Reagan, who is going to be running the Environmental Protection Agency, also known as the EPA. So I am just super excited just about science about diversity about biden and um uh vice president harris's uh plans and yeah it's a great moment it's a great day for science so yeah that's that that's the science moment yes (laughs) had to do a lot on the first day of work didn't he hey he did and we needed it because science has been under attack and it's been ridiculous and i'm just so grateful that we have had scientists who have been um able to say like yo this is crazy like this is happening and we haven't been you know pushed out but it was really hairy for 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 those years real hairy like real real hairy but i think i think it's going to be better so yeah it's a great day for science day mm-hmm. day the science all right <laughs> now it's time a great it's a great day hey for science hey hey, hey. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Alrighty, y'all. It's time for Reddit on Ready. Girl, what you didn't read on Reddit today? Honey, so this was posted on January the 19th by uh username throwaway underscore account underscore 103. Okay. <laughs> and this was posted in what the thread of Am I the Asshole? Uh-huh. And so the title is Am I the Asshole for Telling My Girlfriend to Buy Me Things Instead? <laughs> <laughs> what? It starts off with This is a throwaway account. (laughs) My girlfriend and I have been together for a year. Our relationship is great, even though she won't let me have sex with her. Last week was our anniversary and we got into a huge fight. I took her to a fancy restaurant and surprised her with a necklace that was pretty expensive. But she just slides over an envelope with nothing in it. No gift cards, no cash, nothing. 
it's just a handmade card that wasn't even drawn that nicely, but I didn't want to be rude. So I said, I loved it. She said she thought about gifts for me, which isn't hard because I hinted what I wanted and it wasn't even expensive, but she said a handmade gift is more suitable for a first anniversary. I jokingly asked if it's because she was cheap because I was a bit put off by the difference in our gifts. And she took offense to that saying she put a lot of thought into writing and drawing me the letter. I told her that she could have easily said those things to me in person and still got me a gift, but she called me a shallow witch I thought was really unreasonable. (laughs) I know that it's more heartfelt and original, but it's not what I wanted. Shouldn't she consider what the person receiving the gifts wants? She's not comfortable giving me a blowjob or sex, so she shouldn't oh she should so shouldn't she at least think about giving me something else I would want? I don't know what TLDR means. Too long didn't read. Oh, okay. <laughs> My girlfriend is mad at me and wanted to break up because I didn't like her handmade gift for our anniversary. Am I the asshole? <laughs> um, you're definitely something. Okay, sir. Um I don't know. This is a tough one for me because oh, it's like, <sighs> did he really say like what he wanted? Like, did he verbalize it like for real, for real? Or did he just hint? That's number one. But number two, that don't mean she's in, she has to get it. Okay. Like, and as far as I'm concerned, ladies is we're the prize. So, <laughs> Correct. We're, we're the prize so sorry sir you're supposed to uh, you're supposed to give her gifts like what (laughs) now my sis could have did a little bit better than these handmade gifts like bruh i know you didn't sit up there and put your hand on a piece of paper and draw a line around each one of your fingers and give him a thanksgiving turkey painting like they did in kindergarten but she did but she did (laughs) <laughs> that's the yeah. thing she did but for her to slide an empty envelope <laughs> now sis sis you already wasn't giving no boss <laughs> okay hold on sis sis I got to get into you for a moment so let me get this right his dick is dry <laughs> Your mouth is dry, <clears throat> and you gonna slide him a gift card, a, a, a blank card uh, <laughs> for the anniversary. Um, <laughs> sis, you really should have did better. You gotta overcompensate somewhere. Like, sis, help, help me, help you, like. <laughs> I don't know. I would have been pissed off too. I would have been pissed <laughs> off too. Like, damn, sis, a handmade car after one year? That's it? <laughs> she is trifling. Like, that's ridiculous. Oh, God. So you agree she's trifling too? Yeah. That handmade gift, like, that, <laughs> that's what took the cake. Like, come on, In girl. Envelope. In an envelope, though. <laughs> 
Oh my god. A piece of paper. I, she didn't get a papyrus card. God damn, girl. Oh, like, now, she wasn't about to do all of that now. So, okay, so let me get this right. So basically, sis went by her office and was like, damn, our anniversary tonight. Let me go just make some up right quick. And then she just put together arts and crafts. Like, she didn't even make no shirt. Like, sis put <sighs> He should have broke up with her ass. Like, <laughs> She should have got broke up with. That's my final decision. Oh, I'm done with you. And apparently everybody else thought he was an asshole. So we're apparently assholes too, T-Mo, because we on his side. I mean, I guess so. Whatever. She could have did better. Like, come on now. She could have. I don't care. So what you got? Oh, goodness. So this is just some foolery from throwaway for... Fine of all. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hell, I don't know. Yeah, throw away. Okay, am I the asshole for not covering up every time I leave my room? <laughs> oh, right. Throw away account. I'm 17 female. I come from a very religious family who seriously enforce things like modesty. I get around it by buying my own clothes to match my style. My lounge clothes are basically a tank top and sweatpants. At most, you'll see a bra strap, and I don't think that's such a big deal. I wear my tank top around the house because it's comfortable. And every time I do, my family gets mad and tells me to get dressed. They tell me to cover up whenever I want to leave my room. Now I will cover up if I'm going to sit down for a meal or if we have guests over. But other than that, I think it's okay for me to dress how I want to. So as long as I dress for my age, a tank top and sweatpants are by no means slutty or 18 plus. It's gotten to the point where whenever my brothers come into my room, he'll tell me to cover up when he's the one who doesn't even knock. I understand that my family has their standards with modesty, but I have my own and just want to feel comfortable. I'm not walking around trying to seduce my brothers, <laughs> seduce my brothers or show off to anyone. So am I the asshole for refusing to cover up every time I leave my room? <laughs> Y'all, y'all, so this is so extra. This is funny to me because it's like, you know, I remember I, when I was in the church and um, we talked about like, you know, modesty and like all that. And I don't think anyone directly said anything about tank tops, but I don't think I ever really saw people wearing tank tops. So it was kind of just like, we not wearing tank tops. <laughs> But sitting around the house, like, I couldn't imagine. Like, she's a kid. Like, that's weird. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't think she's the asshole. I mean, maybe because she's like, she is in her parents' house and she's not following their rules. But that's just like, come on, y'all. Because that's how you end up with sis with booty shorts and a crop top as soon as she leave. Okay? Okay. I don't think it's that big of a deal either. Like, 
<laughs> like she going around butt naked. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. That's what I was thinking. Then, like, for her brother to go in her room and be like, "Oh, cover up, bro. You came here. You sent for me." And then pervy perv. Why you looking so hard? Yo, yo, dingling hard for your sister. Like, bro, relax. Like. What? But it, but it's a double standard for me because men can walk around right. in their boxer briefs with their bulbs right there and in topless and not one word is said. Not one word is said. But when do we we teach in modesty? When do we teach self control? Like this is your sister, you fuck. Like what? Come on, weirdo. <laughs> Get it together. And any female who's wearing a it, who's wearing a tank top, do like that shit didn't bother you. You should be able to control yourself. Like, what is wrong with y'all? Somebody just so, can't sit around wearing a tank top, minding their business. So is your dangling going hard for your sister when y'all at the beach? Like, or <laughs> she like can she wear a bathing suit, a swimsuit at the beach? Or Honey, is that too much? Maybe not. This might be the type of family you gotta wear a ta- a shirt, a t shirt over it. Or something foolish like that. Oh, brother. Like, <laughs> that's the way you sound. Like, what? Well, they, nah, they my need decent. to get a life. I mean, you 17 now. You'll be 18 soon, girl. Get on out of there when you can, because that's foolish. Like, a tank yeah. top in 2021, that's what we're discussing? Please. <laughs> because, honey, a lot of the girls walk around in sports bras around the house, so. Correct. And during this pandemic, honey, folks ain't been wearing nothing, okay? Listen, I I definitely don't wear pants every day. So <laughs> why? 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 For what? What is the reason? <laughs> what is the reason? <laughs> girl, girl, please. But anyway, girl, I don't think you the asshole. Bide your time and get up out of there when you're 18 now. Go ahead. And that's all I got okay. to say. <laughs> Go ahead. And that's on period, Pooh. Bye-bye. Alright. Now it's time for Mandy's review of the week. So, um, you know, the Twitter girls, sometimes they really look out for you and they get you, they they tell you about things that you didn't know about. And so, last week, somebody was like, hey, thank me later. So they posted, like, this TikTok video about this particular item. And I purchased it because, I mean, the the commercial it wasn't even a commercial but the the way they described it i was just like i need it and so the item is called the step and go toilet stool and so y'all like toilet stool toilet stool so (laughs) it's just this little item um it's like a little mini stool that like fits under your toilet and basically apparently this is more popular in like other cultures and like this is normal but the way american toilets are set up it's not really conducive for you to have correct bowel movements. Oh my God. And yeah. Cause like Timo, when you used to go to other countries, it was set up, the toilets were set up differently, right? Like you squat Right. So it, it's right? better to squat. Yeah. That's the best way for you to get it out is to squat. Right. And so, you know, we have these luxurious toilets where we, you know, that's why our knees are trash here because we don't squat enough. And so anyways, you put this, you pull this stool out um, and it's $14 on Amazon. It already has like 15,000 ratings or whatever. And of course, I'll put the link in the description or whatever. But anyways, you just put your feet on there. And I'll tell you guys, like, just having your feet like that, I don't know if it like shortens your intestines or whatever, intestines, and that is what help like pushes your bowels down. But like, I, I can assure you, like, if, if it's anything in there that needs to be eliminated, 
within like 30 seconds, shit is moving. Okay? Like, it's like, bloop. So those are, for those of you all who are like, like super constipated all the time or who are not used to going to the bathroom like every day, I definitely implore you all to like go get this like little stool or whatever. It's 14 bucks. Like invest in your colon, guys. Like, boom. Yo, this is so crazy. I feel like I'm having deja vu because one of my homegirls was telling me that her roommate is like Eritrean and it's in their culture. So she has this, like she just has this through as a part of their bathroom, you know? Like that's just like, she's always had it. Like, because she's used to like, I don't know, I guess squatting or whatever. Like, so she knows like the squat position is the best position for, um getting it out and so yeah she said that i guess like one of day like they had somebody over visiting and was like bro what is this stool for like why is it here and she mm-hmm. told her and she tried it and basically had the same experience you did and so yeah. i heard this right and mm-hmm. i didn't have no stool but i was trying to go to the bathroom so bro why just lift my legs up and it worked <laughs> <laughs> work it definitely worked oh my goodness that is so random that you now have this stool and i'm like just heard about this method but i didn't have a stool (laughs) Mm -hmm. see i'm dead (laughs) listen i'm just trying to get y'all shit together okay that's all literally (laughs) (laughs) pun intended (laughs) oh my gosh Wow. So, Timo? Yes? Are you rent ready? And, you know, I stay rent ready. And this rent here is dedicated to my ungrateful neighbor. So, y'all, let me tell y'all about this. So, I was sitting out on, I was lurking on the patio, minding my business. Um, And I noticed, like, smoke was coming from my neighbor's patio. So immediately, I'm like, oh, they must be over there smoking or whatever, you know. But then I noticed it kept going for, you know, a couple minutes. I'm like, dang, what they smoking? But then it kept going, y'all. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. So then I started getting in panic mode. Like, oh, my gosh. Are they, is this a fire? Like, are they there? Are they alive? Like, is what's happening? Like, is my apartment about to burn down? So I'm just, like, sitting there on the, like, patio trying to figure it out. So I, like, take a video of it. Send it to Mandy, of course. And then, you know, and I'm like, yo, what's happening? Like, what is this? Like, is this place on fire? And so she's like, oh my gosh, call emergency maintenance and like all of this. I said, oh Lord and Jesus, so I'm like, yeah, well, I'm gonna go knock on their door, see if they in there. So I go knock on their door and I felt like I heard something moving around, but they didn't open the door. So I'm like, oh my gosh, like, are they dead? Is their apartment on fire? I don't really know. So they didn't answer. And I'm like, hey, it's your neighbor. Hey. And they still didn't answer. So I'm just like, dang, what's going on? So I run back over to my patio. I still see the smoke coming out of their, their off of their patio. So I'm like, yo. So I call emergency maintenance, tell them what's going on. They tell me to call the fire department. They tell me to call the, well, the police. And so this is what I have to tell y'all about me. What I realized, I don't fuck with the police. So, (laughs) (laughs) 
so when they said that, it's so crazy. Like the mental, um, the mental games that my mind did. Being nobody's criminal, being nobody's criminal and doing nothing wrong. Yeah, no, I'm not calling the police. Their house is gonna burn down. <laughs> it's just, just gonna burn down. But then I go back out to my patio and I don't know if I tricked myself or I because I had just decided I wasn't calling the police it wasn't smoke there wasn't any more smoke there so I was like you know what maybe they're fine so then at the same moment the neighbor the maintenance knocks on my door and I'm like what are you doing on my door they they the house is the one that's burning down and so how about this what about when the maintenance knocked on their door they opened it mm. And then they got, yeah, they got checked on. And, you know, it turns out everything was fine. You don't really know what they had going on over there. Maybe it was some exhaust or whatever. But they didn't even say thank you. (laughs) What kind of home training they got? You know what? They didn't even say thank you. Like, here I was protecting them, worried about them and their safety. And first of all, they heard me say it was their neighbor. They didn't answer the door. Then the maintenance man come, they open the door to jolly go lucky. And then they didn't even thank me. Like, oh, wow. Thanks for your concern, ma'am. No, just close the door right back. So you aren't grateful trash. I just, you know what? Next time I see y'all house burning up, it's just going to burn up. And I got renter's insurance. So that's fine. It can burn up my stuff too because I need this money because I'm trying to leave. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Burn this shit up. Burn, burn this, baby. Burn. Burn, burn this shit to the ground. <laughs> burn this shit to the ground. So yeah, next time y'all stuff, I will not be a good neighbor. I will not be like State Farm. I will not be there. I know that's right. <laughs> that is kind of rude though. Like, that's some... Right! That's some Seattle neighbor shit. Like... like... I'm trying to help you. Your whole house uh, smoke me smoke. And I'm trying to help you. You already. It's just, I just felt like that was so rude. But I felt like it just probably looked out. Saw it was me. Black. Was, oh, yeah. I'm not opening the door for her. Because none of my neighbors speak to me or talk to me, which is very rude, you know. But that's just, you know, that's well, you a know, whole other story. You live in the area. So that's, yeah, that's another rant for another day. But it's just like, dang, y'all. Like, what? But Trash. anyway, that's it. That's the tweet. Now it's time for tweets that didn't fly. So on January the 15th at 2.07 p.m., I tweeted the following. Um, it got three retweets and eight likes. Better than some of my others, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so I tweeted, this is a more serious tweet, but I thought I should share this with you all. I put black reparations should include the government providing therapy grants to black families individual and family. We're still fighting generational curses and trauma from slavery. We've moved on from trauma, but never healed. It's time for healing, especially older generations. Mm. And, you know, like I'm just reminded, like when I talk to my family members and as you get older, a lot of times your family members reveal things that you just never knew, like as a child. And you just like, wow, like it's just so much that goes on in your family that you just never were aware of. And when you look at it from, you know, like, I feel like we have a different lens that we look at things just as like, you know, like college educated people who, you know, are advocates for therapy and about, you know, speaking our truths and about being vulnerable people. Like, I think I just look at it from a different lens and I'm just like, wow, like black people really be holding on to shit, dog, like, and just moving on instead of really having the opportunity to heal. And so... If I could have anything done, if the government could really do anything as far as it relates to black reparations, it would definitely be to definitely provide free therapy to black families. 
Honey, yes. And that would be that would be the move and they could do it, especially with all this uh virtual therapy now. Like with my insurance, my telehealth copay is actually zero dollars. Oh. Um, yeah, and when I was going in the office, it was like twenty seven. So like, you know, that was drastic. Like how I go from twenty seven just because I was in there and zero talking to the same person. Like, what's good? Right. So yeah. Mental health, we need it. <laughs> now, look, now let us let me take us back to the funny. <laughs> <laughs> Many had to get a little tidbit of mental health, but no, for real, take care of yourself. And laughter is self-care. So <laughs> I tweeted this September 29th of 2020. <laughs> In the midst of everything that is going on, somehow... Carol Baskin is on Dancing with the Stars doing the samba in a lion costume. It's time for me to retire. I dug deep for this one. I dug deep for this one because I, it should have got more likes than it did. People Probably because people were shocked at what they were seeing themselves. Like, come on. Come on. What is happening here? So that was my tweet. Go oh, give it Joe a like. Joe Joe thought he was going to get pardoned yesterday. <laughs> and did not. <laughs> did not. Everybody else did. Lil Wayne. <laughs> Kodak Black. <laughs> Damn, Joe. Damn, Joe. You ain't. Carol Baskins had something to do with this shit, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I like to thank our sponsors, yeah. Timo and Mandy. Hey, we all we got. Alright, Thanks for dangling with us. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. To find out more information about upcoming episodes and to keep the combo going, follow us on social media at we D A N G L I N. 